Good morning, Raboisai. Hayoim. Shloishim Yoim. Shehem. Arbosh voice. Shne Yomim Boimer. Lili Nishma Simim Rosirus Mardachai. That's right. Horizon. Keep all your remarks to Sviris Hoimer and to the emails. No questions during Shear, please. Mordechai Sapaznik. We're not, we're not even in email. You can't ask a question. is my great grandfather, Rav Yitzchok Blumenreich. Rav Yitzchok Ben Rav Yisrael Gershon Maybe for my brother Yitzi, who's named after him. My brother Yitzi gets a Mazel Tov just finishing Seder Moed and Talmud Bavli. Mazel Tov. May my great grandfather be a Melitz for the entire Mishpoch and all of Klai Yisrael. And you too, Mordechai Sapaznik Yishkoyach. And by Yehudan Elsa, for my grandfather, Dovber. Ben Menachem Mendel, I missed his yard sign and I don't think he learned very much in his life. Oyvei. So the amount of people learning today should be as if he did at least that many daf while he was alive. All right, Rabbi Yisai, if you're alive, it's a great time to start learning and do it yourself. What'd you say? Rabbi Yehuda, what'd you say? I could still? I was here last night. I have my here in this base measures. Thank you. Shkoyach. This, Rabbi Yisai, is Akiva Ziegler together with my Mechutin. If you don't know what my Mechutin, my new Mechutin, Eli Kapalovich. Here he is. What are you smiling? Oh, the big guy. What do you mean, which guy? We, we, go, we go big. Yeah. All right. Shkoyach. Um, I guess I'll read this, uh, this Lubavitcher one, another very good Lubavitcher one. So we have a big guest here in, in the house. I'm going to read his email from Lauren Spiegelman. Shkoyach Lauren for showing up. It's mamish, it's mechazik me. And you're here to stay, right? That's it. COVID is over. Dear Eli, your story about the boy who shot arrows into the hole the size of a needle reminded me of a true story about a man named Reb Yitzchok Buchhalter. Yeah? That's how you per- Who now lives in Lakewood. I heard the story from Reb Moshe Faskowitz of Shiva Madrigas Odom in Queens. Reb Buchhalter grew up less affiliated in Johannesburg, South Africa. When he was young, he was a world-class chess prodigy. The story goes that somehow Rabbi Shlomo Zaman heard about the boy and decided someone as talented as that can't be wasting his time on chess. Oh, no, I'm, I'm happy with this email. Why? Because I was saying it, but I wasn't sure. Like, Here's a good example. He had a great mind for chess. So Rabbi Shlomo Zaman sent somebody there to, to encourage him to come to Israel and learn with him, Chavrusa. And the kids are, they sent him. Well, somehow the parents and the boy agreed to do this. And nine months later, they had a baby boy. No, that's not the end of the story. <laughs> and he went back there to stroll. And Yusuf Buchhalter became a great Talmud of Shleim Azam and Oyerbach. Lawrence Spiegelman, Yishur Koyach. Okay. It's two books I'm writing. And he later on became, seriously, the end of that story usually is, he later on became a tremendous Rashiva in B'nai Brak. That's the, and fine, whatever. I don't know, it's funny. Let's read this one from uh, Mr. Zeret. He sent it a long time ago, and I was looking for it. A week ago. Dear Abeli, yesterday, which is eight days ago, was the Yosef and beloved Chavar, Dr. Harvey Hirsch, Zeich Tzak Levrocha. Harvey was like a malach sent from Shemayim to do chesed big time. Now, you have to understand, Harvey was a big part of the year. He learned, and he was nifted from COVID. Although he suffered numerous physical maladies, he refused to slow down, incredible assistance to everyone he knew. He, t- he took care of the children in 
the, the sick children in Lakewood 24-7. He's in the middle of Shabbos too, they would jump up and run to them. He's like a brother. One time when I was having financial difficulty, he bought me a ticket so I could come to Israel to see my children. That's unbelievable chesed. Last year we put him, uh, he came, Mr. Zared who's sitting right over here. Listen to this. It's unbelievable, this email. I said it once, I have to say it again. Mr. Zaret moved to Eretz Yisrael to Ramat Bet Shemesh so that he could be part of the shir and come live. So Lauren, you live a few blocks away. It's, you know, you got to take advantage. Baruch Hashem. Literally. Here, here, you know, come here. Nobody's going to believe me. So get, over, get up over here. Say Shema Aleichem. It is amazing. Chapter in the book. This tzaddik right over here. Tell, tell Eilam, why did you move to Eretz Yisrael? I was when I came here. I was it was so exciting. What? It was so exciting, and it was the clarity of the learning was unbelievable. And I I moved no, here. No, yeah, last night we, we prepared the speech a little differently. <laughs> <laughs> so, despite the pandemic, and uh, I, we decided we were going to come. And part of the reason was my friend Schlepp, my friend Siegel, Schlepp me in here with a couple of my other friends. And once I walked in the door, that was it. I was sold. I had to live close by here so I could walk here every day. And Baruch Hashem, it's just unbelievable. I'm going to say one other thing. Whoa, the chart, wait, wait, one wait, other wait. thing. Okay. <laughs> one other small thing. I, the, the charts that Reb Eli prepares are unbelievable. Right. I could never understand really Tuma very well until he prepared the charts. And the other day I started a new... Uh, I started learning Bavakama at the Groa, and it's unbelievable. From the very beginning, I could finally understand the Avos and the Toldos and how they fit in with Tuma. I could, and I've been learning Dafyomi for 35 years, never could figure it out. Asuka's not enough for you? <laughs> no? I have the full set, but it's but the clarity here you, you okay. can't beat it. All right, we got to learn a little bit. Do I have to finish this email? Oh, I think we're in the middle somewhere, but okay, fine. We get the idea. He was no, his friend was Nifter, and he's part of MDY. That friend, okay, fine. So, dedicating a daft to my beloved Chaver Naftali Hertz, Anshul Ben Kalenimus, Zechel Zag Devrocha, a true honorary member of the MDY family. Here's a picture of the uh, Matseva, but okay, next time. All right, beautiful. Rabbi Yisai, today is Daf Tes Zion. You know, ye- yesterday I forgot, I had a little riddle going on. Let me um, take this off so I don't... I put a simon on this picture, and I forgot to tell you the riddle. Here's the picture. We already passed this, and by the way, now today we have this live, oh, it's falling apart. This live uh, model of the Mizbech Akhtaris, which my brother from another mother's son, Eli, put together. So Yishkoyach, Eli Herman. Now in the bottom, the way it works is there's a candle you can light and you can put the Akhtaris on the top. I don't know how it works exactly, but he put it all together. He said it's made out of metal, it's Givaldi. Okay. We're one day late on this, but hopefully we'll, we'll come up with it. So, in this picture, for $500, what is wrong with this picture? Now, Libby, you can't answer in case you heard me saying this. in It's very, very interesting. It's a beautiful picture, but I think it's a mistake. If somebody can correct me, I'll be happy. 
right over here on the bottom, right on the bottom, you see his leg, the Kayin Gadol's leg is tied with a rope to yank him out of the Kodesh HaKadoshim if he passes away. The problem is, I believe, that this is the Aran, and that only existed in Bayis Rishon. And nobody died in Bayis Rishon. They wouldn't tie the Kayin Gadol in Bayis Rishon, I believe, only in Bayis Shani. So it's a little bit of a country. It's a beautiful picture with the detail right over here. Gershon, you see this, this rope? I don't know if they could see it. But anyway, that was the riddle. Nobody got it. Thank you. Save 500 bucks. Now, yeah, you remember the Aaron was Nignaz by Yoichiyo. Okay. Says the Gemara, we are holding like five lines from the bottom. And we were discussing yesterday this right over here, which goes like this. You know, I, I bought a little, a very expensive tool. It's 10 shekel. I'm going to charge them the way. Right over here. Over here. You need it up there. Got it? We're talking about this area right over here. Beisamaikid. And as you see, there's four corners, four rooms in the four corners. And here they are. So, uh, Gershon, I'm doing my sheet now. Not that. Okay. Great. This, we said yesterday, is where they put the sheep. Six sheep right over here. And they send the Kayin Gadol, they send the Kayin to grab a sheep from here. Kayin Gadol. If you look closely, there's wood in the floor that marks where the Kaidish begins and where the Chayil ends. And once again, because if we go over here, I know he's not going to be able to go back and forth. Here you see the mark. That's with the wall of the Azara. Everything to this side is Chayil. Everything to this side is Kaidish. Okay. But we said, the, the, the question we're going to have is that over here it says that the, the sheep are in the Chayil. And the next Bryce it says, the Mishnah says, that the sheep are in the Kaidish. Right across, but past the line, in the base Hamikdash part. That's today's Kasha. So, Viriminu. There's four rooms there. Like smaller rooms open to a giant ballroom. Two of the rooms were in Kodesh and two were outside. And there were these pieces of wood. Most learned that they were on the floor. They actually were showing them that say they were in the wall pointing this way to show where it's marked off. What were these walls? Now, let's look again, Gershon, at this, uh, at this chart over here, this giant chart, to familiarize ourselves. On top over here, that's my, as we know, the Kaisal Hamaravi would be that, I don't know if it's right there or a little bit to the left, but it's this wall. Well, not that wall. The, right over here on top of there, there's a wall around the Harabais, that's Mayrav. So, Mayrav is up. Kodesh HaKadoshim is all the way by Mayrav. This is Kodesh HaKadoshim right over here, Mayrav. Mizrach is all the way down. Right over here, this is Mizrach. So, there are four rooms. That side, to the right is Tzafen, to the left is Daran. And top is Mayrav. So, it says like this. Mayrav is Deroimus. Mayrav is again on top. Dorim is to the left. Marav is Dremus, he also lishkas to lay carbon. That is the question, Rabbi, so right there, because it says that south 
Droyman, sorry. Southwest. Southwest corner right over there. That's where the Tlayim were, and that's inside the Beis Hamikdash, as you see by this line. Not over here where we said yesterday. Just if you want to see it in the picture, once again, here. The Tlayim are over here, past this mark. That's where the sheep are. They're inside the Beis Hamikdash. And you, you can see it, in this. This is the Lechem Aponim, also inside the Kaidish, versus as we said yesterday, it was on the other side. Top of that Tazayin. Droimis Mizrachis. Now, southeast, going down one. Hilishka Shoyaisim Bem Lechem Aponim. The Gemara is not going to address this one. We're talking about the Tlaib. Mizrach is Tzafainis. Northeast, Bog Gonzu, Beis Chashmanoi, Avne Mizbeach, Shishiksu, Shishiksum, Malchi Yovan. So the Yovanim came in to the Beis Amigdosh and they put Karbanois, they served their idols on our Mizbeach. And the Chashmanoim felt that it's not proper to bring Karbanois on such a Mizbeach. So they took down the entire Mizbeach. Imagine this piece of wood that each centimeter equals an ama, took hours. By the way, I called up the guy, I said, you know, you missed a couple of pieces. He says, he lives in Elad. I'm coming over right now, he tells me. I said, no, 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 please don't. He says, no, no, I have a daughter in Ramapachai. No, please don't come. He said, okay, so his daughter's coming for Shabbos. Hopefully we'll get the parts later. But Mikam Chayisrael is going to come down. He didn't, stop. I was just a regular, I didn't tell him that it's for Shir or anything. Fine. So they took down the entire Mizbeach, which is Osir. You can't remove a, a stone from the Mizbeach. You remove a stone from the Mizbeach, you get Malchus. But if you're taking it down to build, rebuild, so that's okay. It's actually based on this idea of taking down, they say there's a Machlaikas in the Achreinim, if you're allowed to take down a shul, just a part, the Taz says you can't even take down part of the wall to make a shtender if you're not going to replace the wall. You're making the shul better. You're putting a shtender in the wall. No, you took down part of the wall. It's asr. Some argue with him. Agapanim, they took these stones from the from the mezbeach and they buried it in, in that wall. I don't have the picture. We had it yesterday. I don't know if you noticed on the side. They had like, I don't know how they got it. They had these, you know in the banks in America, they have like, they, you stand in line and you have these uh, ropes, but nice thick ropes with velvet. That's what they had in the picture in Kal Alashan in the Beis Amigdash. They had it in those days also. They just, nobody, whatever. Omar Avuna. So Mamela, what do we have here? We have a stira. On the one hand, we have that, oh, I did? Okay. Yeah, it's fine as my rabbis. Thank you. It's fine as my rabbis. Bayardim lebeis hatfila. I don't know. Did I print these? don't remember what I print here. Maybe not. Okay. So we had it yesterday. There's... There's a tefillah, you go down, you're able to go underneath in the base Hamikdash. If somebody was Tommy Kerry, they didn't want him in the base Hamikdash, so he would go down below ground where there's no Gdusha, and that's where the mikvah was. So there's a special tunnel to get in there, stairs to go into the tunnel. Omar Avuna. So I have a contradiction between Mesechtas Tamid, which we had yesterday, and Mesechtas Midas, which is today, Mantana Midas, Revali Yezer, Ben, the famous Rebbe Lozav and Yaakov, which Mishnasei Kavanaki, anything he said was pure, and Allah is always like Rebbe Lozav and Yaakov. 
Some say, I find it hard to believe, I started searching but I wasn't successful. Some say that the word kav, 102, there's 102 halachas in Shas that go like Rebbe Lezim Yaakov. What? Kav? I think so, yeah. Yeah. 102. Though I only came up with like 25. I, I don't know. It just seems like a lot. This nan. So, if we could say that Rebbe Lezim Yaakov is Mesech Midas. In other words, Rashi explains. Not everything in Mesech Midas is Rebbe Lezim Yaakov. But anytime there's an anonymous Mishnah, no name, we'll assume it's Rebbe Lezim Yaakov. And this is an anonymous Mishnah, Rebbe Lezim Yaakov. This nan. So here we go. Here's the Ezra's Nashim. 135 length by 135 width. Basically a complete square. Perfect square. 135 by 135. You look over here. Four rooms in the four corners. It's called Ezra's Nashim, but it's very far from being Ezra's Nashim. This was used by men mainly. On top over here, there's, you see these lines over here. These are the balconies right over here. That's where the women would come occasionally. Very few women, maybe a Yantif, they stood here by the Sufis Beis Sheva. Great. This is Shad and Karner. These are, we're going to talk about these. These are the 15 steps that go up. We'll talk about it soon. Now, What are these four rooms? Droimis Mizrachis. So, again, Mizrach is down, and Darim is over here. So, we're talking about this room right over here. I actually don't need a point with this here. The Nazirim. Now, what's a Nazir? A Nazir, a person who says he's going to abstain from wine, he has to grow his hair out. So, we have a very nice picture here from Kala Shan. Again, all my pictures today are from Kala Shan. Here's the guy with very long hair. And he has to bring three korbanas. But one of them brings da'ila. They put the, the dam on the mezbeach. The, the shlamim, very interesting. You don't typically do it. But in this case, you take the shlamim and you boil it. You cook it on a pot right over here. But the, the interesting halacha is that you take his hair and you put it underneath. You put it in the fire underneath the pot. So the Torah says. There is a, a side halacha that you're supposed to pour gravy from the pot Onto the hair. Okay, so you pour a little gravy, put it on the hair, put the hair. I don't know if anybody ever singed their hair. I once uh, was firing off some expensive fireworks and um, it went a little crazy. It fell down and I ran into my garage and it started shooting like missiles and it hit me right in the head. It burnt my eyebrow and my head. It's, it's a terrible smell. It's very bad. Baruch Hashem, it hit me and not my wife who warned me not to do it. Whatever, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the gravy, you can't even imagine what it smells like. Okay, great. So, huh? They do? When? Lavajas don't shave at all. They'll singe it with the hair? Oy, vavoy. I never heard that. Okay, fine. Fine, that's an Azirim, and that all happens right over here in this room. They cook up their shlamim, and they shave their hair. By the way, my, one of the happiest days of the year is coming up soon for me. I can finally take a haircut because I walked into Pesach 
like like a I didn't even know it was Pesach. I did the four shirim on Shkalim. No time to take a haircut. No time to do the nails. Garnish. Just walked in to the seder like a zombie. So I'm looking forward to to to. It's Arab Shabbos. Well, maybe we can make a shtigal hetter Wednesday night something. No. What did he say? He took a haircut at Arab Pesach. Of course he said. Okay. We'll talk. We'll talk. Mizrachis Tzafinus. Where's my uh, pointer? I can't do this without a pointer. Mizrachis Tzafinus. Right over here. He Haisa Lishkas Dira Eitzim. Do we need this? I don't know if we need this picture, but you'll see what Kala did. 135 or 135 Nazirim Eitzim Shmanim. Okay. This goes away. Next. Dira Eitzim, the lumber yard. Different sizes, different widths. And this is the wood. Beautiful stuff. Look how nicely it's open. It's, it's unbelievable. Avram Salomon's, where is he? I'm, uh, oh, Shalom Aleichem. Yesterday he came over to me after Shir. He said he went to the Kaisal two days ago and he felt completely different. It was a different experience. Now that you're learning about the Bishamigdash, about the rooms, about, you feel, you, you understand, it's a different Pesach. Pesach is a different Pesach. This is a different Bishamigdash. Pesach Hashem. Well, that's what we're trying to do, to try to feel it, to try to, to relive it. So, Imagine, Nebuch, a guy has a mum. He cannot perform the avoid if he's a kain, But he so wants to be there, he wants to be part of it. They put him in the lumber yard and they say, you get rid of all the, the worms. If it's dry wood, you could just peel out the worm. Unbelievable job. Everybody's working with the carbonos, eating steaks. He's in there, but you know what? At least he's not a Yisrael. He gets to be in there working. If it's, if it's moist, you got to get rid of it completely. You don't know how many worms are in there. Just get rid of it. If it's, if it's um, dried up so you can just remove the worm, fine. So they're busy with the worms. So fine as Ma'aravis, he hoisal lishkas hamitzaroim. So the Mitzrayim, right over here, that's also very interesting. Because a Mitzrayim who has Tzaras, he, the procedure is, this is a, a very long procedure, but he goes to the Mikvah on the seventh day. You go to the Mikvah, we know that you don't become tired completely until nightfall. Nightfall is a Beher of Shemesh, but he's not completely tired. He has to wait until the following morning, the day of the, the eighth. And then look at this unbelievable picture. He goes into this beautiful Mikvah. For the second time. He already went the day before on the 7th. He had Erev Shemesh. <clears throat> now in the morning, he goes to the mikveh again so that they could take the blood from his carbon and put it on his thumb, on his right thumb, on his big right toe, and on his ear. And he has to go into the Azara, but he can't be in the Azara because he's Tame. So he walks up to here, to the shire. He comes out of this room. It's very close. He goes up these stairs. And he stands right here by the door, by Shani Corner. And he sticks his ear a little bit, just the ear goes into, the, into it, and he sticks his toe and his thumb, and that's how he has his kapara. But first he has to go to the mikvah, and he hangs out over there with the other mitzvah. <clears throat> My rabbi is the raimis. What do you do? My rabbi is again upwards. Daraim is this way. Lishkas hashmanim. Omar Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov. 
We're trying to prove that the Mishnayis, the anonymous Mishnayis and Mishnayis, Tamid, uh, Midois, are Rebbe Lezeb and Yaakov. All of a sudden, Rebbe Lezeb and Yaakov goes, Shachachni Mayhoyis and Mishnayis. I don't recall. I don't recall. Now, if he's not the author of the other Mishnayis, so why is it our problem that he doesn't recall? He doesn't recall. Why does the Mishnah bring it? The answer is because he's the author. And he couldn't figure out what happens here in this corner. This is where they kept all the oil and the wine, the oil for the menaches, the wine for the nesachim. Yeah, storage, like, uh, what was his name? Simon Jacobs? That was his name, the guy that I went to visit him. Cellar, Simon Jacobs. Stickle cellar going on here, wine and oil. Now I have another raya. Raya number one is, because he said, I don't, rem- I don't recall. So that's a, okay, interesting raya. I have another very, very powerful raya. This is not. Again, Mizrach is the Kaisal up here. Mizrachi is down here. Now what's going on here? This is today's sugya. Very, very poshit. Very simple. Para Aduma was done... As the Pasuk says, First, you take the paraduma, go to Harazesim. Now where's Harazesim? You go to the Kaisal, you see Harazesim, right? So we're standing over here by the Kaisal, and we look this way, we look towards the Kaisal, you could see Harazesim to the right, yeah? So that means Harazesim is in, Mir- in Mizrach. You're by the Mirev wall, and you're looking towards Mizrach, you see Harazesim. The paraduma was done on Harazesim, in a very, very specific spot on Harazesim. Because the Torah says that you should be standing in Harazesim. And then he takes from the, the blood of the Paraduma and goes like this. Sprinkles it towards the Heichal. Sprinkles it right here to this door. The Pesach Heichal. In other words, he has to see it. He's standing in Harazesim and he sees the doorway. Pesach, El Noichach, Pnei, Oyel Moed, Midoma, Sheva Pamim. He does it seven times. Now, this I took from the Masifta. If you look, Harabayas, Hara where the Beis Amigdash is, is a Har. So it has elevations. Now, the Beis Amigdash had straight elevations. Everything was straight. It didn't go. You didn't have to walk up ramps in the Beis Amigdash. Everything was straight. So how did they build it on a mountain? They had different elevations, different places. It started here. And went up six amas, kept on going as a snashim, went up another seven and a half amas, kept on going, and then another six amas. That six plus six is twelve, plus seven and a half is nineteen and a half amas. Now, if the kayan, this is a line of sight of the kayan. If the kayan is standing on Harazesim and his eyes go straight this way, since you have nineteen and a half feet. He, uh, Amos, he has a half a Amos where he could sneak his eyes and see the bottom portion of the Heichal. Because the Heichal is elevated 19 and a half Amos above the entrance of the Beis Amigdash. So when you walk into the Beis Amigdash right over here, if it had a door, here Gershon, just one second, go back here. If the Beis Amigdash had a door and every door is only 20 Amos tall, 
So you have 20 amas to play with. The problem is that it's, there's steps. And it's 19 and a half amas until you get to right over here. So you have a half an amma to see into the heichal. That's great if this is 19 and a half amas. What if this is 20 and a half amas? He can't see into the heichal. And the Torah says that you have to see into the heichal. In other words, he has to see right through the entrance of the Beis HaMikdash, through the Ezus Nashim, up Shar Nikana, through the Ulam, into the heichal. He has to have direct vision. He has to see it like an eagle. He has to look into the heichal. Line of sight. That means, so the Gemara says that according to Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, uh, Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov, he adds one ama on top of Chachamim. He says that there was a duchan, there was a stage in there, and that brought up the elevation of the Beis Amigdash, one ama. That duchan was for the Levim to sing in the time of the Beis Amigdash. And Memela, one ama plus 19 and a half equals 20 and a half ama, and the doorway is only 20 ama. So what do you have to do in order for this coin to see into the Heichal? You have to remove the entire front wall of the Beis Amigdash. This wall down here has to go. Because if there was a wall and a doorway, it's only 20 amas. All doorways are 20 amas. So Memela says the Gemara of this. If you look at this beautiful picture, all the walls around the base Hamidrash were very tall. They had doors that were 20 amas tall. 20 amas is 40 feet tall. That's a door. That's not the end of the wall. There's always more above the door. It could be 40 amas tall. Some say even 100 amas tall. Massive walls. But the front one in Mizrach, right over here, that faces Harazesim, was very short. So now the Kayan could look directly over the wall, through this door, through all this, into the... This is the Ulam, this tall building right here that's on... Pass the ulam into the heichal. We're going to get there. Mizbeach didn't bother, according to this man, the Omar. This man, the Omar, that's, going to, that's what we're going to talk next. That according to Rabbi Yehuda, the Mizbeach did bother. It was tall, and that's another problem. So the Gemara proves from here, from the fact that this man, the Omar, this Mishnah in Mesech Tismidah says, that this wall was very short. Who's the man, the Omar, that requires a short wall? Only Rabbi Lezim Yaakov. Because Rabbi Lezim Yaakov adds that one more ama of a duchon of the, of the stage. So he has to, he's Lashid Tassai that there's another ama, therefore you have to remove the wall. According to Chacham, you don't have to remove the wall. You could just leave a nice gate that's 20 amas high, and that kayan is going to peek in there. Imagine what that costs on Harabais. There's one spot on Harabais. Think about it. One spot, what? On Harazesim, sorry. One spot on Harazesim. I don't know if it's five feet wide, five feet tall. That if you stand a little bit to the left, you won't see into the heichal. And if you stand a little bit taller, you won't see it. And if you stand a little shorter, not. There's one spot, one caver. We have to go find it. It's worth millions of dollars. That's the spot. I don't know. Check it out yourself. You're right there. It's there. Harazesim didn't move. It's there. It's thousands of feet away. Yeah. But he could see it. He could see into the there's fire there. There's guitarist the whole thing. He doesn't have to see the whole. He has to see the floor of the heichal. That's it. Says the Gemara, let's, let's see inside. The Gemara goes through the Chajma. This is great, Rabbi. I'll tell you why. Tamar's daf is very, very short. 
And I'm very worried what we're we going to do for 45 minutes. If we don't finish today's daf, it's not the end of the world. As we just explained, the eastern wall was short. So that must be Rebbe Lazim Yaakov. And he could see his eye direct. It's not bad, man, you know? Even though it was in the Mesif, this is better. It's even better because it's cut out. And it has a red line. Yeah. So when he sprinkles the blood of the Paraduma and he's standing right over here, he can see all the way into the Heichal. Every entrance, every gateway in the base Hamikdash was 20 Amas high, 40 feet. is only 10 Amas wide, 20 feet wide, Barak. Usnan, Lufnimimimenu Soireg. Oh. Here we go. You see this? Beautiful how he did it. You know what they call this in English? Lattice. And if you look at Rashi, go four lines down in Rashi where it becomes wide. And it says in Rashi, Anybody see it? Lattice. I love, I love when Rashi talks English. Shikari and lattice. I guess we got it from Latin, whatever it is. Okay, so there's lattice right over here. It was, it was made out of wood. It had holes in it. Lattice. This, by the way, I don't know if you remember, we had that the lattice, the, the Goyim made 13 breaches into the lattice when they, they wanted to show because this marks that people that are Tomei, Goyim cannot go past this. So they went, they made 13 holes in it and that's why this 13 is Tachavois. That's the Mishnah in Shkolim, one of the Pshatim. So from the lattice till the wall, this, this pink is called chel. Now, the chel is Eser Amos, is 10 Amos wide. Oh, this is very important to us because we're talking about the elevation. Here, it starts already. Beautiful picture from Kala Hashan. Here's the lattice. You can literally see how beautiful the lattice is from here to here. Ten Amas, and in order to get into the Ezra's Nashim, you have to climb six Amas. Why? Because there's 12 stairs, and each stair is a half a Amma, which is kind of tall for our standards today. We do half of that probably. A half a Amma is a foot. That would be like, but if you go to Yerushalayim, next to the base of Migdash, you see that they have these massive stairs. So, if you take all the stairs together, that's six Amas, that gives you the, we just lost, the coin just lost, Six Amas blocking his doorway. Six Amas. Rush demesrei malo so you show him Each one was tall. Chatzi Amas vishilcham, and the tread itself was chatzi Another half Amas. Chamisha also malo is oilos mitoycha hayordos meezras Yisrael ezras nashim. This beautiful. This is what we know as the fifteen stairs. Keneged the Shir Hamalos, the 15 Shir Hamalos in Tehillim. This is where the Levim stood on during Simchas Beis Sheva, and they sang their beautiful Nigunim. Ah! If we knew the Nigun, maybe we would. So if we have 15 stairs that are half a Amma tall, that's seven and a half Amas total. So, so far we have six Amas. From the, the 12 stairs in the front, 
15 steer, 7.5 ama. What do we have? 13 and a half. Usnan. It says in the Mishnah, between the Mizbeach, here we go. You see the end of the Mizbeach here and the Ulam. This is 100 Amas tall, 200 feet tall, this building, this entrance. From here to there is 22 Amma. Guess what? From here to here is also 22 Amma. This Mizbeach is smack in the middle. And there was 12 stairs. This yellow right over here, 12 stairs. Rumalo Khatiyam again, each steer consistent, half ama tall. Vishul Khatiyam. So now where are we holding? We have 12, 6 ama plus 13 and a half ama. 6 plus 13 and a half, anybody help me out? Panovich. Oh, 19 and a half ama. 19 and a half ama. So this is good. According to Chachamim, we're left with a half ama. The doorway is blocked, 19 and a half ama, but the doorway is 20 ama. He has a half ama to peek in and see the Heichel. This is the point. Right over here. So, if you look right over here, you see this pink? Purple. Call it purple. There was a stage. Again, for the Levim to stand on. Rashi, I believe, says it goes from side to side. If I'm not mistaken, I notice here it doesn't go from side to side. Okay. This stage was one Amma. But look what the Gemara says here. Uboy Sholish Malois, it had three steers. Shilchatsi, Chatsi, Amma. So it had an Amma, plus it had steers that are Chatsi, Chatsi. Well, according to Rebbe Yaakov, we have 19 and a half plus one equals 20 and a half. So the whole entire doorway is blocked. But it seems from the Gemara that there's more than that. There's three steers, each one is a half Amma. You have to say, explains Rashi, we get rid of these half Ammas. They don't count. Because they go up one and a half amma and go down one and a half amma. It doesn't change the elevation of the azara. You, you could put a stage in the middle of an azara, but the floor remains the same. But the amma part does change the elevation of the azara, says Rashi. So Mela, one amma changed the elevation, but to get up onto the duchan, that didn't change. Those are just stairs. So we have 20 and a half amma. And if you say it goes according to the Pischa, that's why the doorway was closed and we get rid of the door. We get rid, we say that the Mizrach wall is low. But according to Chachamim, you have a half amo they can peek into and see the Heichal. So the entire Mesechtas Midas, when it's awesome, when it's Anonymous Mishnah must be Rebbe Lezbi Yaakov. So you asked me all the way in the beginning of the Shir. One Mishnah says that the, that the sheep were inside the Beis HaMikdosh. The other Mishnah says that the sheep were outside. It's a different Mandoma. Rebbe Lezbi Yaakov is inside the Beis HaMikdosh. The other Mandoma is outside the Beis HaMikdosh. Rebbe Omar. Homani Rebbe Yehudahi. And this is what Ari Rosenstein was saying before. This is Hayyot. Rebbe Yehudahi Mer. Hamizbeach mimutzov oime beenso hazorah. It's very interesting. I don't want to get into it. We don't have that much time. This is the Mizbeach. Pointed out that the Mizbeach was smack in the center. This, this center was not the center, but the side of the Mizbeach to here is 22 Amas, as we're going to see. And from here is 22 Amas. It's in the center. So the Rambam, the Shukhan Aruch, they, they all say a beam in Shul has to be, I don't know if this beam was. Is this beam in the center? I don't know. But should beam should be in the center? It's a Shiloh. Why? But we're not talking about the center this way. We're talking about the center this way. According to Rabbi Yudah, we have the, we have the, ooh. 
You need some glue here. According to Rabbi Yehuda, this Mizbeach, which by the way, is nine Amas tall over here. It's ten Amas over here to the Karen, but we don't care about the Karen because the Karen doesn't obstruct the view. We're going to be looking through here. It's nine Amas tall, and that fit right over here in the center. Oh, it takes up the whole thing. Yeah, whatever, this way. The ramp doesn't count because it's not really tight. Okay. Is it in the center center? Now, I just had to do that because we made it, but I think it's better in the picture. According to Rabbi Yehuda, we moved... Oh, that's it. Should have bought three of them. Oh, here we go. According to Rabbi Yehuda, this is moved over slightly. This square is, goes directly. See over here these walls? It goes down this way. This is 32 amas. From here to here, 32 amas, like 64 feet. From this side of the wall to this side of the wall, the Heichal is 60, is 32 amas. So you look over here, this is the Heichal, this is the door of the Heichal, it's only 10 amas wide. And then from the door of the Heichal to the corner is another 5 amas. And from the, this side, another 5 amas. Total of 20. The inside is 20. But the Mizbeach was center. It took up everything, including the walls. Says the Gemara. The Mizbeach was 32 Amas. Now, if we just do the math real quickly, we, we know about the 13 and a half Amas, right? We have six Amas coming in after the Chel, six Amas stairs, and then we have the, the 15 stairs over here. Total of 13 and a half Amas. If this Mizbeach right over here is nine Amas, so nine plus 13 and a half is how much? Anybody? 22 and a half. 13 and a half plus 9. So it definitely obstructs the view. If there's a door, the door is only 20 ama. And with the Mizbech, with 22 and a half ama, you cannot see over the Mizbech. According to the view that the Mizbech was pushed over and kind of covers the, the Heichal door, there's no way a Kayin standing on Harabais could look over the Mizbech into the Heichal. We hold that the Mizbech was pushed this way. Rashi at the end, it talks about also that the Mizbech had indentations. Look, the Saivev, this is where the Kayan walks on, plus the, the base, so you, you lose, it's only 28 Amas on top, not 32. Okay, that's, maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. Anyway, let's turn to that design of the base, sponsored by Yaakov Badner and Stephen Sokolow, for Shidduch, for Dino, Tamar, Bas, Esther Rivko. I'm sorry, I'm taking that one back. No, chas v'shalom, we get a freebie. Sarah, Lina, Bas, Goldalea should have a Shidduch. And a Shidduch for Shendel Rachel, Bas, Avram, Tzvi, Bekarev, Mamish. So, so the Gemara just goes through this. Oh, it's already 8 o'clock. Givaldik. Oh. Esram is connected to the Heichal. The entrance to the Heichal is 10 Amas. Achados are Amal at Safoin, Achados are Amal at Daroim. 22 plus 10, 32. That's how wide the Mizbech was, smack in the center. Nimza. Mizbeach mechuven keneged heicholuk salav. Therefore, the mizbeach is smack in the middle according to Rabbi Yehuda. Vi'sogadaytochem this Rabbi Yehuda. He, you want to tell me that the entire mesechta is Rabbi Yehuda? Why? Because Rabbi Yehuda holds that you can't see into the heichal because of the mizbeach. Therefore, you remove the walls of the. There's no door. There's no door. He's standing above. He looks directly above over the mizbeach into the heichal. But if it's true, vi'sogadaytochem this Rabbi Yehuda. Mizbeach ben zarzar mishkachasle. How is it possible that the Mizbech is in the middle of the Azara? Let's see if we can do this, Sugya. But now we learned in the Mishnah. Kol Azara, Hoysa, Oyrech, Meya, Ushmoinim, Vesheva, Al Roichav, Meya, Ushloishim, Vachamesh. 
the length of the Azara from the top, right over here. That's the all the way down here, 187. Sigmar goes through the Cheshvan here. The width we know is 135. The length is 187. Very good. We have to know this, Rabbi. So right over here. This is called Ezra Yisrael. This is called Ezra Nashim. Right over here, there's a tiny little spy, space, 11 Amma, called Ezra Yisrael. Okay, 11. Then you have Koyhanim that stand over here. Another 11. So total, 22. Mizbeach, Shloishim Ushtayim. Mizbeach is 32 Amas this way. It's a square, 32 Amas. So 30, 32 plus 22, 54. Beinu Ulam, Mizbeach, Esim Ushtayim. Another 22 Amas from the end of the Mizbeach to the top. So we have a total of 76. Vaheichal Kuf Amma. The whole Heichal, this giant building is 100 Amma, 176. But behind, there's a tiny little area right over there, behind the Kodesh Kedashim, right over here, 11 Amma. 11 Amma plus 176 equals 187. Should we stop over here? Smack in the middle of a sentence. Stop over here. We're late. But boys, I have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you.